Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church episode number 21. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you the Word of God and what God's put on my heart today. And you know, we've been going over the Bible through different various books, and today we're, go we're still going through our study of today's date. And it's J.B. Phillips for this day. And the subject for our Bible study is if. Then, after that, we're going to do our prayer request segments. And I got some updates on some of this. And um, I praise the Lord that we got some answers to prayer. Then we're going to have our closing remarks. So we're still only doing three segments because I still can't find... And anything that will go with what God is doing new uh, teaching us in a different way segment um, it's just that I'm coming up with stuff that I already shared and so we just gotta keep waiting to let God to find another way to do this um, we may be going into Um, having some worship songs soon. I don't know yet. I mean, God are praying about it. He hasn't said yes, yes, the way you know. And that's what we got to do. We, this is His ministry, not mine. It might the world might see it as mine, but it's God's ministry first. I'm just a tool that runs it for Him. Hallelujah. Well, it's time to get on to the Bible study. So if you got your Bibles with you. I want you to open them up to the book of Luke. The book of Luke. The book of Luke, chapter number 9. The book of Luke, chapter number 9. And we're going to look at verses 24 and 25. And it says, For whoever shall serve his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my name's sake shall same shall save it for what a man advances if he gains the whole world and lose himself or cast away so what is that scripture telling us basically it's telling us this if we're living for Christ we need to make it about him because if we worry about our own lives in the end we're just going to lose everything we have Alright, and basically it was also saying, but if we serve him, we won't. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to take a course of heaven's author and anoint these slips of clay. Let everything I say be what you want, Lord, and not what I want. We ask you all this in Jesus' name, and everyone says, Amen and Amen. Well, let me read the thing to you and then give you my thoughts. Today's reading is called If. It says, If the church is to revive and become once more ablaze with the truth of God and full of warmth of His love, its members must be prepared to meet the cost and make the sacrifice. In other words, there's going to be some sacrifices that we're going to have to make to serve God. And we're going to share some of those in a minute. 
the byproduct will be, of course, the main maintenance maintenance of a high level in the spiritual life and the individual members. For the real danger of professing Christians lie not in more glaring and gossiper temptation and sin, but in a slow deterioration of vision, a slow death of darting courage, and the willingness to avent the willingness to aventure. Now what does that mean? Well, the writer means here is this. Yes, there's going to be, and we're going to share some of these real threats. But the biggest threat, which he's pointing out here, is losing focus and losing vision for the church or for our ministries or for our lives. All right? Now, recently, I kind of lost focus of my vision and that God gave me for doing this online ministry that I do of God's Internet Church. When I first started, God just had me preaching the Word of God. But then the pandemic happened. I tried to do worship time with it to operating as a church. And I do believe it's still a church no matter if we preach with worship or not have worship with the preaching or not God spoke to me when I was asking questions and he basically told me which I'm doing both of them right now I need to get back to basics which means going to back to what I was doing and then later on he revealed more about that to me because from this conversations with people about it saying that with the worship time it's too long and people don't want to spend that long of time watching stuff so I haggled with the idea of cutting the worship only having the worship before I go on the air and God finally led me I believe to you know do it for right now we're running only live as the preaching back to basics and it seems to be having a better effect with the ministry of more people watching than what it did with the worship because you know I get like that you know sometimes you know I got I'll be honest with you I see a thing that's an hour long and I get discouraged but I'm, I don't say, think worship has gone all the way yet but I do think God is prompting me he's telling me that the, the word of God is more important than anything we got to get this word and share this word to get people into the kingdom of God. And he had me go back to basics, and that's what I did. Now, I lost vision for a while, but now I regained my vision. And because I've seen the regaining of my vision, I see the fruits of my labor building again. Then also he told me to... 
basically go to YouTube and start posting my videos there well that's hard to do when you go live well I have two cameras one offers the music for me two devices one offers the music for me the other one records me live well see this is part two the vision of going on YouTube I had to give up the device that was with the music to become a camera so now I'm recording a pre-tape thing for YouTube same thing I'm preaching on and the live version for Facebook and so I just feel that that's the way God is leading right now in my ministry and with this ministry you know I know he wanted me to do that and this and I'm just waiting to let him guide me so I don't lose focus but we can't lose focus that's the biggest threat to our, our way of living the devil wants you to lose focus he wants you to get bored he wants you to you know look at things differently we can't we gotta look keep the vision going the way God wants us to keep things going all right now I did share that there was other things here that we have and there's going to be things besides us losing focus all right and some of these things can cause us to lose focus and we already read the scripture saying that if we follow our things in this world we're going to lose it but if we follow God's in this world we're not but for this serving Christ there's four things that we're going to go through in life okay for serving Jesus and let me tell you something saints I'm not here to scare you I'm here to tell you so you can be prepared because in the end on the end of the day even though you might have these things happening to you God is there comforting you and helping you if you have a true relationship with him and you're truly talking to him oh hallelujah hallelujah now the first one that we that we have is mocked Jesus was mocked on the cross let me tell you something saints you are going to be mocked for serving the Lord I was at a place where I professed to be a Christian which I am and they mocked me every day for my beliefs they were trying to get me to swear they were trying to get me to talk dirty they were trying to get me to do this or they would do this in front of me one day we had to talk about a Ouija board which Ouija boards are bad they're evil and I was telling them, one of my uh, co-workers, that she had one and she, she was asking me questions about it because I think she was scared. And I told her, you need to get rid of it. And basically, my, the one that was mocking me heard this and said, well, you know what, Ron, I'm going to take this 
Ouija board and I'm going to release the spirits in your car. And he did this to mock me and to scare me. And you know what I said to him? I said, my God is bigger and he's in that car. In other words, you could try to release those things in there, but my God would take care of me and take care of it. But you know, from that day on, he didn't try to mock me anymore. Hallelujah. I realized, went back and realized now and realized that. But later on, the devil rose up another co-worker at that same place. That was an atheist. And actually, we had some good Christian talks. Yes, I said the word Christian talks. He tried, he'll bring up stuff, try to, he said he likes doing this to Christians to see if they really know their stuff or not. And I don't know if I got through to him or not. But he, he was trying to tell me things about this and that and that and this and this and that and that and this and and I came back with what the Bible says and he says you know what Ron my talks are good I have good talks with you because even though I'm trying to trip you up you come back at me with what you believe not a lot of Christians know great detail about the Bible of course at that time I was preaching I wasn't a minister at this time but I was doing it my ministry of God's Internet Church used to be called um, Look What God Is Doing. And I changed it into God's in God Internet Church <coughs> when I became a minister because I felt God wanted me to turn it into an online church. Which, this, you know, and there's nothing wrong with this preaching. We see Joe Osteen this preach. We see... We see... Um, uh, Charles Stanley for In Touch this preach and, and then a lot more without music well I'm not trying to justify myself I was just you know I see myself as an online ministry an online church with the word of God being preached well when you're a minister or you're striving to be a minister and, or a Sunday school teacher you are learn things before you, you teach the kids but see, and I also did what I was supposed to do. I was reading the Word of God and studying it. And that's what everyone needs to do. See, the devil tries to tell us that we can't do this stuff. We shouldn't be doing this. But you need to. It's beneficial. Especially if you get an atheist coming your way, knocking on your door, trying to knock you down. And let me tell you something. He respected me. Many times he said, after we were talked, I respect you because... You, you, take, you challenge me and you make your case come out. And eventually he did stop as I'm thinking back because he started with some life problems. And he didn't ask for prayer, but I did pray for him, I believe, on some things. And, uh, and eventually he left the company. But, praise the Lord. So we're going to be mocked. We got to be prepared for that by studying the Word of God and praising God when it's coming our way. The next thing, in some places in the world, now we don't have to worry about this where I am in America yet. People are killed for their faith. People are killed for their faith. 
in Jesus Christ. Some of the disciples were killed for believing in Jesus. So we can lose life. Okay? But let me tell you something, saints. If you did, it would be worth it. Because in the end, you're going to be with one of the other thoughts I'm going to share later. You're going to be in a good place. Alright? You're going to be me made fun of for being a Christian. And I already shared about that too. With being mocked. You might lose friends and family. Because of your belief. And if you did lose friends and family, it wasn't really your friends. Your family is your family. You can't pick them. Alright? But if you lose your friends, those friends wasn't the friends that you needed to be around them. But if they're truly friends, they accept you no matter if you serve God or not. Your family... You have to pray for them. You have to continue to pray for them and keep trying to get back with them. Now, what are what are some of the good things that we have? Well, one is going to heaven when our life is over. When our life course is over, we're going to make it to heaven and worship God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And that's what I was saying. They can mock you and do all those things, in, but in the end, you're going to make it to heaven. Two, you're going to experience God's love while you're on this earth and in, uh, and in heaven. Because God will help you, comfort you if you go to him with these people mocking you and all these other things coming against you. Alright? Working for the Lord. Let me tell you something, saints. Working for the Lord for me is an awesome job. I've been working for the Lord in ministry for a lot of years now. I was Sunday school teacher for quite a few years. I think double digits. And let me tell you something, saints. It was an honor to do that for my God. And I took my post very seriously. But then, God, I was led to move on to a bigger church. And I tried to get in ministry there. And I, it, things, you know, I passed and I could do it and stuff. But where I was working, I couldn't get together become... Even though I have a mem had a membership with the church affiliated from another church, they were telling me I had to ge go take classes through them too. And I just, the way my work schedule was and when I was working, the times they were offering it, I couldn't do. So I took that and God's telling me no right now. And of course I was still doing my online ministry. And then, I went to go visit my Uncle Louis Church as a guest speaker. And then they taught me and brought me into the fold and ordained me as a minister. And now I'm a minister. And 
God's got me in ministry again. You know, I've always been in ministry, but I meant for him. And it's worth it. It's very worth it. Have I had obstacles since then? Yes. My health went bad because the devil attacked me with my health. Um, almost took me out three times, but I'm still here preaching the word of God. Because God wasn't done with me yet. And, and then, you know, some disagreements and stuff with people. But, you gotta learn to put those behind you away. People don't want to agree with you. Do what God wants you to do. Take the higher road and don't argue with them. And then we see Jesus at the end of our life. At the end of our race. We'll make it to heaven, but we'll see Jesus. And that will, getting to heaven will make it worth it all. But seeing Jesus' face will make worth it all. Him telling you, well done, good and faithful servant. Entered into my rest. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So if the ministries that we run in the church, churches, or your personal ministries, we got to keep in mind, we got to keep our eye on Jesus, keep our focus on what he's calling us to do, no matter what comes our way, he, he's there to help us through it, and in the end it will be worth it. Especially when all those people you see that you might have touched in heaven. Because I believe people will come up to you and say, Hey, do you remember this, 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 and this? I do, I do think that. And you're going you're gonna to say, Oh my God, thank God. You're going to see people that you touched that you didn't even know you touched. And you're going to see people that you touched that you didn't realize you touched and, or made it. Didn't think they made it, but they did. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because sometimes we are the planted seed, not the reaper. Hallelujah. Well, at this time, <clears throat> we're going to move on to our... <coughs> prayer request segment. And... I'm going to quickly run through them because we got time today. Let me get a swig of Gatorade here. Mm. God is so good. Now, we've been talk, praying for my mom and dad. My dad, he's got an aneurysm on his heart, on his aorta. So we've been praying for that. My mom, we've been praying for this medicine to work so she don't have to have, you know, a stress test. Um, and the, the medicine works everything out for her what they thought what the problem was then we're praying for my cousin Margaret who all these people are part of the God, look, God's internet church group church online church my cousin Margaret who lost her mom just around the time we lost our mother-in-law um, but they we were burying my mother-in-law my, my aunt died so we gotta pray for her. Then we got a friend named Lloyd, who lives up in our, where we live. He has cancer, and we haven't seen him lately. But we he, last report we had, 
that he was doing better but we were, we're trying to get an update on that so we're going to still pray till we see him now an update on sean my friend which is a brother from another mother we're still keeping his unspoken on there but his family is completely free of coronavirus so is his i believe his father and his mother okay um i took them off the list but we're going to pray for Sam until I find out for sure. No, God's telling me not to. Alright. Um, we're going to pray for my brother-in-law because of the estate stuff that we're going through. That we are on the same page. And for his brother, her brother, to try to make his mom's wishes the way she want even at the last minute before she died and then that's an unspoken for us and then I'm talking about my brother Paul he's like a brother to me he lives in uh, uh, Georgia and I gotta get back with him on that hopefully soon um, his kids started pre-k he was nervous about her going to school because because of uh, coronavirus um, and then prayer for his back and then I'm taking uh, Fred Weaver and Teresa Weaver off because of their they were doing recovery and they seem like they're getting back and everything's going back to good so I feel like God's leading me to get there off there. And then we, I got an unspoken that I don't know about Teresa and Fred yet. We'll wait until we see what happens. An unspoken um, of something God's birthing in me. And I can't share with you right now, but I will share with you soon. And then my Aunt Denise to start driving a car again she was in a car crash midweek last week I believe Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday and uh, the car might be total if it's totaled then we're gonna have to pray for a car for her but we gotta work we gotta pray for her and um, and everything and I feel that we're, we're gonna leave Teresa right on for right now Unless I, you know what? Yeah, I feel we're gonna leave him off right now. Sorry, I haven't talked to him. I need to talk to him and see how they're doing. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up my dad to you, James Weaver, in the name of Jesus. I ask you right now to come and touch his aorta, Lord. Let it get stronger, Lord, and let this aneurysm stop growing, Lord. Which, as far as I know, it hasn't grown any since we've been praying and Lord I just ask you to be with this mom my mom and which is Lord Lee and I just ask you to touch and heal her Lord Jesus and let this medicine work where they don't have to do that test on her Lord and Lord I ask you to be with Margaret and the loss of her mother Lord and the loss of her dad a few years ago she was still grieving over that we ask you Lord to give her a double hug a double comfort to help her through this Lord and Lord, I ask you to be with Lloyd, Lord, and this cancer, Lord. Lord, we've got good results. Things looking better, Lord, and he's talking and things. We just ask you to be with him and touch and still heal him, Lord. 
and let him get in touch with us soon, Lord. And Lord, we ask you to be with my friend Sean. He's like a brother to me, and he is a brother from another mother. And be with his unspoken. And Lord, I ask you to be with my brother-in-law, Paul, and let him be fair. Let him take care of the estate. Let him do some of the stuff that his mom asked him to do, and let him try to do it, Lord. And Lord, I ask you to be with us on the spoken, and let us all work together with what she wanted, Lord, in which there was some changes in the will that didn't get publicized in the world that he's trying to iron out and let it work out, Lord. And Lord, I ask you to be with my friend Paul in Georgia and his back. We just ask you to continue to touch and heal him and be with his kid, touching and keep her safe in school where she don't get coronavirus. And Lord, I ask you to be with my cousin Fred and Tina Teresa Weaver, Lord. I just ask you to continue with their recovery from coronavirus, Lord. And help them through it. And we ask you in Jesus' name there. And Lord, I ask you to be with that unspoken that you don't want me revealing to anybody, Lord. But Lord, tell me when, where, and why, and how you want this to happen. And let me start it. And Lord, I ask you to be with my Aunt Denise in this car accident, Lord. And let everything work out where she'll get back in and drive the car. But also, Lord, but also, hallelujah. If she needs a car, Lord, provide it for her. We ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, on that note, we'll come to an end of another podcast. And episode 21, we're done. So on that note, i like to say God bless you. Have a good day in the Lord. We only got a few seconds left, so... I can't labor long. We'll be talking with you tomorrow on this podcast. And I'd like to say God bless you and see you next time on uh, God's Internet Church Podcast. Be kind to one another, love one another, help one another, and take care of one another. I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, saying see you next time for God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 22. And God bless you.